0: Alright. Hi everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Safe Space. We are on episode eleven. And I actually don't know why I am what episode we're on, because I feel like it's really important for some reason and I just want to sound important. So yeah, I know. Uh welcome. Welcome everybody. So what a week. What a week it's been. Um, uh, so last week when we recorded, uh know who our president was and now it's finally announced. So how's everybody thinking about that? And I just wanna welcome everybody. Um our guests, we have uh our returning guest, Carl. Carl, how are you doing this week? Anyone find you? i excited to have you on again after some harassment. Um and then we have Isaiah. Isaiah, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I get very excited when everybody comes on. Corey. Hi guys. It's like hi as I my Mike and Ice. Yeah. And uh, Marcus and <laughs> Nick and Corey. Well, actually, let just you guys. How are you doing? Getting all your business. I'm good. Ooh. I'm doing good so far. Perfect. Having a good day. Feeling good? Yeah. What about you, Carissa? I'm doing better, much better than last week. I'm finding my groove back, and so that's really good. But I, I add that it's wonderful to see so many guys here today. so okay. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. What about you, Nick? This is your second episode recording with us. Well, it's great to be back. Um, I do so appreciate that I'm coming back and going to be a regular, like I said before. And happy to be here, basically. Yes. And I actually enjoy Nick is joining us via Zoom and his background keeps changing and I'm kind of really obsessed with it because now he's in outer space. And uh, let's see where else he's going to take us. And I really, I just pause for a minute because Bree is eating baconites and they're also traveling on the floor. <laughs> I'll be planning cleaning those later. I'll do that. Okay. So let's talk about some big events that's actually happened. So last, like I said, so last time we talked, we didn't know who our president was, and now this week, since last week, we we learned that we have a president elect, which is uh, Joe Biden, And, and now for the first time ever, we our vice president elect is a woman. So like let's talk about that for a few minutes. Like let let's dive into it. So what are we feeling? I'm feeling great to have a woman vice president. <laughs> yeah, vice president. Yeah, like that's, that's, that. hey, president. that's a congratulations <laughs> to her. She's gonna do a wonderful job for our community, our society. I can't wait to look forward on what she's gonna do. And plus, our new president, President Biden, is gonna do great things. I believe that with them together, they're gonna accomplish a lot of things. And the only problem is. It's just the losing, the one that lost. Like he's not admitting his defeat. It's okay, if you lost. It's okay, but you have to at least give the president the respect he needs, the stuff that he needs, because you were president before, and now just because you didn't get elected, you have to think back of the things that you did wrong for you, things that you did wrong for your society, right. and then take that into account, and that's the reason why you lost. You should not just be like, oh, um, they made mistakes on the ballot You can't keep complaining like. It seems
1: like he's still he's singing the
0: same tune that he did like four years ago. Yeah. He's a sore loser. Yeah, so, very sore loser. You he lost. He's not changing anything. He's not changing as a person. Mm-hmm. Like oh. Yeah. So wh- what what same- is everybody else feeling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm sorry, you can go ahead. No you go ahead. Alright. Um I'm gonna kind of refute that proposal of Biden being the new president because As you know, our American um, electoral system has two stages, the popular vote and the electoral vote. That was only the popular vote, which Biden won. And if you go back in time, Hillary Clinton also won the popular vote and everybody was like, she's the new president. Come to know Donald Trump became the president via electoral vote. So I wouldn't say, I would say it's going to be nice to have like a female vice president, a new vice president. Kamala Harris is very diverse in where she comes from and her views and sort of things. Plus, he's the first of multiple things. But don't get your two hopes up because the Electoral College hasn't voted yet. They haven't, the senators of the states haven't voted who the president will actually be. And it's up for grabs at this point. It's a crazy year and you never know what happens. Wait, oh, it, I just, let me take a step back a second. Are you saying that who got the popular vote? Biden won the popular vote, November 3rd. Trump won the popular vote, actually. Um, no, I think that was Biden. Unless I'm mistaken, I think that was Biden that won the popular vote. Biden did win the popular vote, he had 77 million. Donald Trump had 71 million. okay. I'm very confused. Everybody keep coming. <laughs> the electoral vote won't happen until December thir- 13th, so... So, that's you, the day before my birthday. But nope. the thing that's is, birthday. two states didn't finish counting their votes at the moment. And that's North Carolina and Georgia. So we don't know who's going to actually win the most popular vote. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they're still up for grabs. Trump is still technically the president. And it's a little um, foolish to, uh, you know, declare prematurely who the president is based on, like, news outlets of satire. stuff. So, no offense to anybody here. Okay, all right. I no, I appreciate it. like, you know, this is why these things are here. So we can talk back and forth, you know? I mean, what having a conversation that, you know, we all are on one page or not one page, but like having one-sided conversations can kind of get, you know, me but having a more um diverse conversation is better than I I enjoy a more back-and-forth conversation, so let's keep talking about it for another few minutes before we keep going. So, let's let's keep the conversation going. So, what else? You know, how how else is this affecting us? You know, how do you think this is affecting us as a society, then? A lot of parties. It honestly has a lot of parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like how do you how do we think this is affecting us though? So you know, so we don't know that you know, we're having one party saying that, okay, yes we have a president, and then we have another party saying, No, not somebody else. we don't have technically then a president. So how do we direct this? How do we handle it? Yeah, no, no, nobody <laughs> jumped at once. So, all right, let me put, let me phrase this in another way. How do you, what direction does this country go in? If we have a lot of, uh, uh, I, I we just, have no direction, as a country right now we don't have a direction. So, how? Oh, I see what you mean, okay, okay. okay. I think I can answer it. Okay. Um, I think like, our, like many of us are gonna be a lot of confused and everything, because one party's saying, oh, we have a president. The other party saying, "Oh no, it's not They don't have a president, and it's just going to cause confusion, and then we not having a president at the moment can cause um disruptions. because presidents has a lot of responsibilities and duties that they must do in a, in their daily lives, so it's going to like cause like our government system to like become unbalanced Right, okay, so do we take? Um. Do you think what happens if one party does not concede? Now I'm saying this as generally, like let's say Biden doesn't concede or Trump doesn't concede. How do you think this is going to affect us as a country? So it's going to affect us and decision making with the United, um, like the United Union. Um, when it comes to like big political things overseas and stuff like that. Um, We won't have a clear idea to make a clear decision on important matters over there. So, you know, tech, this is against the Constitution. Right? Like, this is against what we stand for. This is a democracy. So, if either party doesn't concede, what do we do? How do we react? Because, you know, let's, be, let's face it, the country is divided right now. Yeah, very divided. Very divided. Yeah. So. How do we re- how do you think the country is going to react as a whole chaos chaos yeah because there's there's no way that we can within our country peacefully talk this out or try to like kind of debate this mm-hmm. It's mainly people have their own idea of thinking, so we can't really push our ideals onto them, and they're not going to be willing to accept it because you know America's really stubborn from our history. Well, it's gonna be kind of chaos, regardless. So, how do we find? How do we find? uh, How do we heal? At really, what it comes to. So, for so, thought, <laughs> Chris is like, I literally have no idea. What I think the ways we heal is just having a, just getting a new leader in some way or somehow. They're they they might like just try to like choose a like, president. Because what we, what America needs the most, we just need a leader to lead us. And we need this leader to give, make the decisions that we need to make our society safe, strong, and, and united and all of that. stuff. So safe. let's just take out both, either, no Trump, no Biden, let's just get a third party in there. If I may add on to it, I'd say we would heal by realizing that not everything is about parties and, cons- Instead of continuously dividing ourselves, we should just realize that we're America and a house divided cannot stand, by the words of Abraham Lincoln, we shouldn't focus so much on the parties with the policies that the parties are presenting towards us. Hi, uh, I'm right on that, Carl. what um, are you, you going to go to school for, Carl? Computer science. So, What did you say? Computer science. I, I think we have a future politician in our hands. I think I think you're in the wrong uh, wrong field. No, I just like I don't know. It's just like it looks stressful to me. It, it, probably, but I know. But you you make a good point because I think we're so focused on parties. Is that like why don't we see each other as a whole? And I think uh, our founding fathers, uh, you know, that's what their goal was. He's, you know, George Washington, he that was what he stood for. He's you know, he gracefully was like, This is we have to relinquish power, you know, or, or why did we separate from Great Britain originally? But I mean, we could talk about this for hours. So, um, so let's get into our topic for today. Speaking of power and you know, corruption whatever we're talking about. So, today we're going to talk about, um, gun violence. So, let's, let's talk about it. So, what do we know about gun violence? Would you guys, let's, let's just start the general topic about gun violence. What do we know? What do we think about it? Let's, you know, do we think people need guns? I need one. Okay, three, uh, three, three, I, I feel like people should be educated about how to properly use a gun, and be mentally prepared at how to use a gun. Because a lot of people don't really understand the power of a weapon that we have. Okay. I kind of agree with that on Nicholas's side. I think that people should stop allowing yellow journalism to sway their viewpoints on certain topics such as firearms, because... They need to realize that if you put a gun by itself, it's not gonna pick itself up and shoot somebody. No, guns don't kill people. People kill people. So they need to be more educated on how to properly deal with firearms than just the point thing to point fingers and say we should ban all firearms. Okay. So let's let's talk about that. So probably you make a good point. A lot of people say guns don't kill people. People do. So, what do we say about that? That seems to always be the ongoing uh, argument with people, at least with uh, you know people who are pro uh, in the pro gun argument, at least with the NRA. That's what they say. They always say, um, "Guns don't kill people. People do." So, let's talk about that. Um, okay. What I can say about that about guns don't kill people, people do. Guns give people the opportunity to kill people. So if there was no gun, they couldn't use it to kill people. So it's like a pathway. It's giving them the access to kill someone. So I believe it's completely unnecessary in many circumstances. I will have to debate that. Uh, That could be the same thing said about a blade or a sword or a knife. Um, I still feel like People should be more educated. People should learn even to deal with problems without weapons. But they shouldn't solve their problems with weapons. Hi. What about white people here? I was going to say, like, yeah. I mean, violence is just bad in general, like, especially with other people using weapons against each other. Like, Like, it's not a good thing, obviously not. But at the same time, I agree with, like, Carissa, because, like, unlike with a sword or a knife, like you can at least like defend yourself, but with a gun, if somebody shoots you, you're gone. That's pretty much it. Like wherever they hit you, that's damage. That part is damage. Like if you're shot in the head, you're dead. If you're shot in the kneecap, you're like you're disabled or like anything like that. You know, you're like crippled. So like I feel like with a sword or a knife, you at least have a fighting chance compared to an actual weapon, like actual gun. You know? No, I agree. So I actually pulled up some. Uh, The FBI uh, crime report, uh, they unfortunately didn't have anything from like 2018 or anything recent, but in 2018, over 10,000 people died from, in total, I don't know why, but Brie keeps laughing, and I don't know if she's laughing at me. No. I'm I'm laughing at gun violence in general. No, I was I was I'm gonna let to do this faster. I bet I to continue. <laughs> so, um, over six thousand people died of handguns. Two hundred ninety-seven people died from rifles. Uh, two hundred thirty-five people died from shotguns. Um, uh, it it said 170, uh, 176 people died from other guns, and um, I, it said. Not stated, but it said 2,973 people died from some form of gun. I don't know what that means. But, so that, I mean, that's a lot of people die from guns. So, uh. What do you, what do do y'all think of that? Like, based on those numbers, what do you guys think of that? Based on those numbers, my thought is that why are guns still around at this point when it's causing so much destruction? Right. Uh, so what I, What I think about when, you, when people are using guns, I think first, they should not be knowledge about guns, but knowledge about the world. Because if they're more knowledgeable, and have more sense of knowledge about their surrounding people, their environments, and all of those things, they'll be able to like know how, like what they can like develop their mindset. And once they develop their mindset, they will have like a better understanding of what guns can do to people. So when they're so when they have when they're equipped with that weapon, they can have that mindset saying, "Oh, I, is this the right thing to do?" And they're smart enough to know that if what. What's the consequences of the thing if they go at the path that they want to take? So, here's here's a question that I have for everybody. Um, Do you think it is easy or difficult to get a gun in this Mm -hmm. country? Easy. Gun laws are not as strong as they should be in the um, United States. And plus, there are people that can like. Like guns illegally, yeah. yeah. Black a lot of food. black markets are uh, yeah. leaving. Them. Um, not gonna even lie to you, I could have a gun right now at the age I am, and y'all wouldn't even know. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, you <y'all> know me, <laughs> <laughs> y'all know my potties. No, I'm joking. um, I would have to say fifty-fifty, to be honest. Okay, it really depends on what type of manner you're trying to actually, and what intention you have of getting a gun. If you're just trying to have a gun to protect yourself, you go the legal route. Most people would. But some people would not be educated enough to just go, just grab one and not realize the paperwork and everything you have to have, put it, license. Um, I'm not gonna lie, in down south, it's a lot easier to get a gun because they're in supermarkets like Walmart and stuff like that. Up here, we got them on the streets legally, so there's a lot of different ways you can get weapons, but it all depends on the process. Just to add on what um, Nicholas said, Bree... Yeah. We- You mentioned that gun laws should be stricter. If we take a look at, like, New England or the United Kingdom, which has zero tolerance to guns, they have a higher crime rate without guns. So if you could explain that. They're shanking, stabbing people with knives, but they don't have guns. All right, but I do, but people that do have, um, like... So my thing is, like, um... Like Switzerland that has a higher rate of gun ownership but they have uh hardly any crime rate gun um any gun crime. Why do you think that is? Switzerland is always just a nice place. <laughs> like in my opinion. Like I always like wanted to uh, travel to Switzerland or Ireland or like United Kingdom, you know, just mainly those places because like their low like crime rate and everything else like that. I don't know, but that's just my opinion. I don't really know why. I just feel like people are just a lot more simpler there. I don't know. Yeah, because there's countries with higher gun crime, uh, higher gun ownership, but with barely any uh, gun crimes. Why do you guys think that is? Because the um, laws are lenient, so if everybody has a gun, I'm going to be very blunt. If everybody has a gun. And you try to rob me, I'm going to defend myself because I have a gun. It's an equal playing field, but if you don't have a gun and I have a gun, I have the advantage. Therefore, it's going to be a higher crime rate because you can't defend yourself because gun laws are so strict. I got mine legally, therefore, I'm going to rob you. (laughs) Wait, so you're saying? No, I'm just trying to follow your thought process. Um, You're saying that if because they're Gun laws are more lenient. Wait, explain that again to me, Carl. Okay, so in areas with lenient gun laws, there's lesser crime because everybody has a gun. You're not going to risk your life knowing that that person is going to defend theirs as well. Like it's, it's a higher it's a higher risk of robbing somebody that has like in a gun law, like with a lenient gun law state, than robbing somebody like in the say New Jersey, which has strict gun laws. Um, in like Texas, for example, if you try to rob somebody in Texas, they have guns, they will defend themselves and it's legal of there for them for them defending themselves. So if you get shot while they're defending themselves, that's on uh, you. You're risking your life trying to rob somebody who else, who um has also a gun. Just like okay. risk your life if you know they're protecting themselves. So okay, so like in a country, no country in a state where it's permit to carry now, I want you guys to take this into account. The reason why I'm pushing back is I'm playing double basket. Um, so like, a state that permits carry, that has high crime rate, a gun rate, how do you explain that? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? So, a state that has, um, uh, to carry uh, it, but has high gun cr- uh, uh, high gun crime how do you explain that? I really can't explain that it's like one of life's mysteries, you know unsolved, yeah. top 10 unsolved cases or unsolved mysteries yeah, no I hear you and honestly what I can say is that leadership has a lot to do with it in countries that you gave as an example um, I strongly believe that the gun are regulated and therefore uh people are more responsible with what they're doing and with that i would like to like focus more on or population as teenagers you know that in recent years there has been a significant increase in school shootings and i would like to talk about that definitely okay. let's go in there let's talk about it how do you- disappear. <laughs> did Carl get, up, did he get upset with me? He's like, nah, I'm out. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, c- continuing off what has said, um, I'm just gonna say, I feel like even with guns around teens and school shootings, that also kind of falls on the parents, too, for not educating their teen enough of how weapons are. I mean, is it really that, or like, what they're subject to, like, what they subject their own kids to? like, in terms of, like, what's happening in a household, you know, that reasons, like, I don't know, like, household and school, like, reasons why they would shoot this, shoot up the school in the first place, you know? Do you guys feel like, maybe, well, all right, no, keep going, they will ask the question. Yeah, what you're saying, Isaiah, it definitely goes to, like, home life and mental health and everything, but, uh, teens should know how to deal with their emotions rather than taking it out on the entire population. Um, and I know that we have had some instances at our school, so I want to know, like, how do you guys feel about it, because it has been a lot, honestly. So, yeah, let's talk about your, so you bring in an interesting point. Let's talk about what it's been experienced at your school. Like, how do you guys feel? Um, let Okay, so what it felt like? it just felt like just nervousness coming out because you don't know what's happening. You're just locked in a dark, you're just locked the closed, windows are shut, you're crammed together with a bunch of students the whole time. you're waiting for like them to just say all clear all clear then like you you just hear people coming down the stairs, police officers checking room by room, they're opening the doors, and it can be a lot scary for and then uh, year. It was one time, like, I had to, like, put the thing on the door because, like, like, like because it wasn't there. Because, you know, usually you usually put the paper on the door so it's not here. But I think sometimes it just doesn't work. Like, I feel like we learn this every year. The parents of the person that went to school already knows the drill and all of that. So I think, like, they they might know that we're still in school in Yeah, and then we have like students just like making like different things, saying different things is going on and we're just confused on like what's going on. and then especially the location that you were you were because there's some people that's like in like downstairs in the gym, there's some people like a hallway and everywhere and it's like it's like what they're gonna do. So even going through like the lockdown drills, even. Yeah. I mean honestly like with that like I don't feel like being huddled around in like in a corner and like possibly just waiting for somebody to come in like really the right option yeah, dude, because you're really shoot us like right there exactly like yeah. everybody just lined up like right. in a circle like right. in the back of the corner is ready to be shot like you know god forbid if something did happen or that person did like come into your classroom it's like you're not really prepared you're not yeah. ready for that act you're not really safe not safe. I mean, yeah, you're hiding, but like, obviously. you That's not not hiding. Apparently it is. (laughs) Bunch (laughs) of students right there uh, playing sight. thinking about what you guys said, right? I have a good question. Do you guys believe teachers should be strapped weapons in school? No. (laughs) No. Absolutely not. the way, You guys don't believe that. That's a good question. That is a a lot question. People think that teachers uh, should be armed why do you guys think the teacher shouldn't be armed it's it also depends on the grade you are if you're like a kindergarten, and you see a teacher with a gun you're gonna you're gonna be scared right okay yeah, you're gonna be scared you can't a teacher cannot have a gun it's gonna be unsafe for that that child will not be able to live in that environment. It's not gonna work okay. also depending on like the student like maybe the student can actually grab the gun from the teacher okay. yeah, so it's not really that safe either. Like, in my opinion. What do you think, Bray? Yeah, I agree. We're talking about why, you so <laughs> know, why do you think that teachers shouldn't be armed? Oh, because um, you got people like me who annoy the teachers. Like, I'm just so annoying. So if I annoy my teacher and they pull out their whip, um, I mean, sorry, their gun, what? They're going to shoot me. Okay. So if maybe they're not stable? They are not stable. They're not emotionally ready for that.
1: You yeah, some teachers
0: home. honestly have yeah. attitude problems. Like, what? They, they really yo, do. This is one teacher. He do not like me for nothing, but I do my work though. I'm just so annoying. I mean, annoying. People shoot me
1: yes, every right. day if he could. I promise you. Teachers <laughs> so, are not allowed
0: to have you guns. You think that mm-hmm. teachers might use it as a stereotype. As a stereotype, exactly. Yeah. And just to make them scared of going on work, making it. It's going to be like everything to be Depending on the teacher. I'm not I'm going to. No, but it could be it could be a possible I mean there's also teachers with problems too. Yeah. Yeah, like mental problems. Like what I remember I saw a video of this uh woman cutting the student's hair and like well everybody in the classroom was like scared because like there was obviously like something happening with her and she would just keep on cutting the students hair and I don't know, everybody felt threatened and they all left like the school. Wow. So imagine if that same teacher had a gun instead of like a pair of scissors cutting the student's hair. No, but that that also goes within like even jury gun laws and other gun laws, they have to have like a mental check background or even you don't have to give the teachers the gun. You can also give it the, to the security guard. Yeah, but like to bounce off of that though, I know somebody who recently got a gun and he got it like that very quickly. I mean, the background check was. What's stupid? I mean, you should And you know, that we're in an American society. You know what people can do? Here you go. You're going to slide in a little, um, a little cash in there. <laughs> you can do that fake background check for me. They can, they can always do that. Yeah. So like, gun laws are not strict as strict as you They're can. They're not secured. It's not secure. If you're from a big mafia group, you're going to slide in that thing. Mm-hmm. You want, you want, you want, a, you want some money. It's just like a little to the person. They do a little background check. Oh, you good. There you go. Gun laws should be stronger because, like, people get killed in raw They, like, and the people who have the gun don't even have licenses. They like? No, it's not. I'm, I'm like, this yeah. is, like, I'm dead serious. Like, I mean, sorry. I don't know why I, could, I can't be a live serious. I'm a live serious, like, for no, real. but it's true, though. Like, you can't, you know, people, like, even family street, like, like, my school. yeah, yeah, broad daylight, like, and they'll road, take so long road, just to the bring them to the And then the police station's like right from our school, not even far away, and you're still taking long. Also, Nick, uh I want to go back to what you said about um security guards having weapons. Honestly, yeah, we went to the same school, right? <laughs> like, like some of the security guards. Uh, they're like I feel they at our school like we're honestly like I'm in mean, safe thing but um I feel like they hire random security guards like I'm talking about security guards like just from the street I don't know because like there's some of the security guards I'll talk like I have talked to like before like had a genuine conversation with it just doesn't feel like they should have like any type of weapon on them like anything I don't know I'm not gonna say I feel threatened I just feel uncomfortable you wouldn't don't safe enough yeah. for them to have mm. for them to have a weapon. Like got it. And that's okay to feel that way because, you know, you feel there's a certain level of safety that certain people can provide and you would not feel safe enough for them to have a weapon. Like you feel safe enough, like yeah, you you can break up a fight, but I don't feel safe enough for you to have a weapon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Honestly to add on to that, uh school is supposed to be a safe point sp- a safe space. It's like your second home, like half of the time you're at school. And I do not think guns or any weapons of any sort should be affiliated with a school or a learning institution. That being said, schools have a big role to play when it comes to like school shootings and violence and stuff like that. Uh, as you know we have like metal detectors in our school, but they do not work. Like, they would ring for like uh your watch or your airing, but People have actually brought weapons into the school. How is that possible if you have a metal detector and stuff like that? That's so true. So let's talk about the metal detector because they. What do you guys see when you walk in and you see a metal detector, <laughs> especially in the school? I think of jail. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, the same thing. Yeah, the same thing. I, I, I think, think of jail. Like, why, why? Why? I understand why you're doing it, but I don't think. Think we're like responsible per- people in order to like be not able to go to meditate. We just see teachers go, oh, he- the teachers don't even need to go to the meditate. Yeah, go- they go like right they around. They right go right around. through us. They go right through us, but we every day have to go in that detector, scramble together during that line, waiting, and we're late. We have to stay in the auditorium-, auditorium, waiting until they allow us to go to our, make us miss our first black walk on purpose so that we can just go to our next class. How That's how it used to be. And when I was a freshman going to them, I'm like, I looked at well, you know, Am it's I, funny because um they just put a metal detector in UMS. They did? They did. And that was the first thing when I walked in. I was like, oh, really? why? Did something happen? I had no idea. I mean, honestly, I feel like it, No, Marcus, I feel like it's, um, it's actually important that we do have a metal detector. I mean, especially like, depending on your community, you know, especially like, what it's really like known for, like, you know, like, how unsafe it is. It's really important, in my opinion, that we have a metal detector, because I'm pretty sure before Irvington High School, like, they didn't have a metal detector, and kids would just bring in random, like, stuff, like, they will smuggle things in. Like, because like, years ago, when, I'm pretty sure they were able to go out for lunch. My sister would tell me stories. They were able to go out for lunch and they'll bring whatever they brought back like inside the school. Either it be a knife or a gun or something just to intimidate somebody. Wow. So it was like never safe in the first place. So I'm personally like, even though it's an aggravating process that students have to go through like me, like, but it's understandable. That's all I really want to say. No, okay. That's okay. That though you see it, the safety of it, it's just not, um, they're just, they gotta find a more productive way of using it. Like, yeah, like handling it. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But to add to that, there needs to be, like, some sort of safety. Like, students need to feel like they're okay being at school, and although I understand the necessity for the middle detectors, they're really not effective. Uh, so my junior, I found out that one of my classmates had actually brought a gun. Wow. We had it in the class. I found out, like, a week later, anything could have happened. Like, if you have a metal detector, how does that happen? And you have right. a you see everything. How does that happen? Uh, so as the tech guy, I can easily explain how urgent I know. If you have, like, something, like... Own them under I, I, I'm object. gonna actually ask you Nick not to explain it, seeing that kids uh oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, right. I'm, gonna <laughs> believe, I'm gonna believe exactly what you just said. Yeah, yeah. What that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. you started talking I about, you really gonna, think about it like that. I'm gonna <laughs> believe everything you just said out from the, as the tech guy, I'm gonna just Leave everything out. That's cool. <laughs> but I appreciate you yeah. explaining it. <laughs> oh, Nick. Oh. Um. <laughs> we don't need any gun violence. Nick. <laughs> yeah, let's not encourage. But back to what Carissa said. That's scary, though. The fact that like somebody has walked in. So Carissa, like the fact that somebody walked in. And knowing that they walked in, you explain like how that felt? I mean, I didn't really feel any way, but it was surprising because I had no idea. Okay, the person that brought the, the weapon, uh, they were like agitating someone and that person got really upset and exploded at them. So I could see how the situation could have easily went uh went down south, went horribly wrong. And I just kept imagining what if Something did happen. It was like crazy to even think about it. Right? Yeah. yeah that's a situation that I could have gone completely wrong. Um. Yeah, that's insane. Um. Do you guys think that um violent movies encourage the use of guns? Yes. Sorry, can you yeah. Sorry, say again. Violent movies. Yeah. Yes, and rap music. I'm sorry, I'm biased with this, but definitely rap music. It has a lot of influence and. People don't really listen to it and boys gravitate towards it. And it's just, it's wrong. I don't. I don't well, I say only boys because when I'm be listening to young and Youngboy, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be I ready mean, to fight, son. I know what you mean, but you know, like, generally, boys are who gravitate towards it. Yeah. They have been female shooters too. <laughs> yes, they have been. Me and Nick really out here. It's like, yeah. We're just gonna leave you on everything, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what Carissa said, I do believe, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but how you guys feel about video games and gun violence? Oh, that's true. I feel it's, I mean, honestly, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I don't think video games are gonna make me. There's some, okay, all right. I'm very torn because I'm not gonna lie, like, I'm a hardcore, like, Call of Duty fan, like, I play, like, Call of Duty next week. Yeah. Oh, this week! This week! It drops. Um... You're talking about Cold War? Cold oh. War? It drops like Yeah, it, it drops tonight, actually. It... No, does it doesn't. Does it? If you pre-order it, drops tonight. You can play it tonight. I know, on PS4. Really?! Girl. Wait, wait, side note. It really drops tonight on PS4? Oh on ps If yeah, you yeah, pre-order, yeah. yeah. YO yes! So you have to pre-order. Nine PM. Oh my god, I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> um Oh yeah. So but so like I'm very like partial to this because like yes, I played like violent games, but like some like the graphics have gotten a little intense. Just putting that out there. Not like before where like it didn't look good real, No, so when I be shooting, I be feeling that rush. That game. What? I would be doing dirty, thirties, And that's what I'm trying to say, like, uh, just like how with Call of Duty, you got all that information, you got all that anger that you can let out. Some people try to do that in real life. They can't really tell the difference. And it really desensitized people um, they they can't tell the difference between uh, the real world and virtual reality. So it's completely crazy. What do you both think? I mean, I'm great. I Okay, so I've been playing video games. I, like, I paid every single Call of Duty all the way up to Black Ops 4, right? And Black, up Black Sword, Ops 4, like, anything, like, anything after that, I stopped playing Call of Duty because it just, I never really found anything else interesting. But, um, when I did play, I played COD and buying video games ever since I was seven. Like, my brother introduced me into it. Like, for me, personally, I've never felt, like, any sort of rush or, like, the need to actually, um, Actually, like, bring out any sort of violence on anybody in the real world. Because I don't, like, I guess, I want to say, like, I know better. I don't want to say it, like, oh, it's definitely not it. I mean, it could happen. I don't know. Just for me personally, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> Do <you laughs> see, though, somebody be from some yeah. it, though. Yeah. I can see it. The angry Xbox kid. Xbox kid, don't do me like that. In my family, everyone that like, goes to me and plays uh, violent video games, they have anger issues. So I don't know if that's just my family, but that's what I've observed. Can we get back to that really cool workout tonight? Oh my god. <laughs> I just really need to ask this question. Nick! Come back! Wait, what are you, where is he? Where is he? Oh, there it is. I had a scam call. <laughs> hey, this Cold War come out? Huh? You hear me? Yes. yes. Hey, I had a scam call. I thought it was a record. My bad. She's not even listening to me anymore. She was asking about Call college Duty. Does it really come out oh. tonight? Yes. So I can go home at 9 o'clock and play. That's the best my life. <laughs> um. <laughs> Alright, so besides that, so it actually is time to wrap it up and I didn't realize, like, the time. Um, so... And there's so many more questions that I have. Uh, so let's wrap up- so let's wrap up with last minute thoughts. my favorite part of the game. Um... What's the matter, Carissa? Can we do a part two because I don't want this to end, honestly. Okay, so we're gonna do a part two. 'Cause Chris is demanding a part two, and we do whatever Chris wants. Um so I have a lot more stuff, and I didn't bring all my papers. And so we're gonna do this is so part we this so this is only a part one of the conversation. And then I'll tell you guys all about Call of next week. Um then so we're gonna end up end with some last minute thoughts. Marcus, let us off. Thank you for listening.: you always thank for watching. Thank you for listening, and just remember that gun violence is a very, very big topic to discuss about, especially you should always like think of th- think before you act. Just think like yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, I also want to say thank you for watching. Um, listening! Oh, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Listening! <laughs> Nobody's watching, guys! I wanna say thank you for listening. But, um, my final note is, if you do have a gun out there, um, make sure I actually be responsible with it. You know, you don't have to kill the person. You, you know, you don't have to kill the person. You can- That's but, a good advice. Yeah, like, yeah. shoot him in his or something. Yeah, like, shoot him in his you know, just <laughs> enable wonder. Yeah. That's so, it. Yeah. You don't always, like, you, like if you have a weapon, you don't always have to resort to killing. Just make the person incapacitated so they don't hurt you. Yes, <laughs> and weapons are not weapons. And what? weapons are not always negative. So okay. yeah. Break your necks. Oh Oh god. Uh, that just. Kidding. Okay. All right, Nate. Final thoughts. Uh, thanks for listening to our beautiful voices and use that weapon of kindness. Beautiful, Carissa. No, a lot of people may disagree with me, but a weapon does not make you. You're stronger than you think you are and you don't you do not need a weapon to like make people respect you or anything because you got this on your own, so just go out there and do your thing. Beautiful, beautiful. Alright, and my final thought is, um, just kinda of summing everybody up, you know, uh, if you have a gun, please use it responsibly. And Words, I'm not your sure gun. Um, so again, thank you for uh listening to us. And remember, this is uh, part one of the episode, next week will be part two. Uh, please check us out on um Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also check us out on our website uh, www.amani.com. Uh, and give us a shout out and follow us, subscribe to us, let us know what you think. Rate, rate us, rate us, rate us. Cause we we care what you guys think. Cause we want to know what you think. And you know what? Don't worry, I won't sleep you. Like I'm gonna bounce the crap out of Nick when I uh uh when what? I yeah Nick, you're and- kind of <laughs> sus. Poor guy trying to teach <laughs> student- Wait, Nick, we- I was like, wait, Nick, did you learn that during while we were in school? True, after. after? Um, during, you what? Oh, you learned that during? Oh, all right. Well, we'll learn what Nick knows after this podcast. But seriously, guys, thank you so much, and we catch uh, out, and we'll can't wait to um. Out to you guys next week. <laughs> Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.